best part of doing a podcast is looking at my analytics and immediately thinking, those are rookie numbers. We got to pump those numbers way up. I, I wish I had a better Matthew McConaughey voice. All right. But anyway, welcome to the Thanksgiving special. I have no script for this episode. I'm literally driving to work and figured I should probably do a little something-something for the holiday. Given that it is a holiday centered around being present and being grateful for our community, it seems like a holiday that's, in a lot of ways, right up my alley. So, we're going to talk a little bit about Thanksgiving. We're going to talk a little bit about where Thanksgiving came from, what the holiday season means, the value of unpaid domestic labor, and the good and bad parts of it. So let's get right into it. Obviously, Thanksgiving has a lot of baggage. I think we're all pretty much aware of that, given the whole narrative that has been pushed on us for basically the inception of American history, the whole belief that the colonizers were inherently good and that the natives helped them out because of the whole noble savage trope and that there's there's a lot of bullshit wrapped up in that and obviously it's all from a colonial mindset it's rarely looked through the view of the native tribes in this country who a lot of them made a habit of having thanksgiving celebrations all the time killed the buffalo cool let's have a thanksgiving ceremony the rains came back cool let's have a thanksgiving ceremony oh look the years getting or the days are getting longer the sun is coming back let's have a thanksgiving ceremony so keeping that in mind i think it's particularly fucked up that we have this heavy connotation with native cultures when it comes to thanksgiving when we, as we being white European-based Americans, celebrate Thanksgiving in a minimalistic way compared to cultures like the natives, that it was very much part of their everyday life. I grew up Roman Catholic, old-school Roman Catholic. Renomia Patre Filius et Spiritus Sancte, or something like that pretty sure that's the Latin for in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I'm not a practicing Catholic anymore, but that shit sticks with you. One thing I do remember was the whole opening up every meal with a prayer. And the prayer always thanked God for the bounty that he had given us. It never thanked, I don't know, Jesus in the cornfield that harvested my corn so that I could have bread. It never thanked, you know, Billy at the meatpacking plant that allowed me to have my turkey at Thanksgiving. It never thanked the cashiers and stalkers and truck drivers at the grocery stores who brought the food to where I could get it. It never thanked the goddamn animal we were eating. No, it only thanked God, which I suppose if you're a religious person, that is pretty much all-encompassing, 
but I'm reminded of a Bible quote, render unto Caesar what is Caesar, and render unto God's what is God's. Now, that particular quote, I believe, is about taxes, but it's applicable here. Yes, you could be giving God thanks, because he's all-encompassing bringing you this bounty, but at the end of the day, there were actual real-world people who their hard work brought you your dinner, so why not start by thanking them? Which is something that the indigenous people of America have always been good about doing in their community-oriented mindset. They are very much aware that, yes, the Great Spirit provided, but the Great Spirit also provided the hunters who went and got the buffalo, or the women folk and a lot of tribes would come up after the hunters and butcher the buffalo. Like, they were grateful for everything in their community. So... The whole Native American connotations of Thanksgiving are really downright offensive when we view it through that lens. Not only are we aping on a culture that we then proceeded to try and wipe out, further, we took this concept of thanks for the harvest and basically turned it from a deep spiritual meaning into a trope. Now, don't get offended. I know a lot of people genuinely celebrate Thanksgiving with gratitude in their hearts. I do. But the issue with it is, and I've said this before, I, like a lot of my Native American friends, try to live each day gratefully. I wake up in the morning and I'm thankful that I woke up. I get to go to work today. It's the day before Thanksgiving, but I'm thankful that I have a friend who's willing to kick me a few hours of work so that I can make some money. I'm grateful for my friends. I'm grateful for my community. I'm grateful for all of you. I'm grateful that I live in a, in a time where I'm recording this in my car at 9 in the morning on Wednesday, and you're listening to it, I don't know, whenever you listen to it. It could be today. You could decide to listen to this sucker on the 4th of July in 2032. I don't know. If you are, uh, thanks. I guess you're the winner for picking that random day to listen to this episode. So, my issue is that we're, we as a country are not grateful. We're good at being superficially grateful. But none of us, not none of us, that's, that's an overstatement. Too many of us do not know how to truly be grateful. And then we come around to Thanksgiving. And we pretend like this is the... It's, it's, it's almost primal in a way. This is the one ceremony where we have to give thanks. And then we don't have to give thanks the rest of the year. I feel very strongly the same way about Valentine's Day. I feel like it cheapens the idea of love just like Thanksgiving cheapens the idea of giving thanks. And I feel like we use it as a, well, I did this on Valentine's Day. That's acceptable to demonstrate my love for the rest of the year. I definitely feel like that goes on with gratitude and giving thanks. Now, this is important to me personally because I dealt with, I helped deal with a lot of my mental health problems when I was able to be more grateful in my everyday life. It definitely helped me be a bit more present as well. Gratitude and 
being present go pretty much hand in hand. So I really feel that we all need to be grateful all the time, and Thanksgiving is, you know, kind of a cop-out when you think about it. Not to mention, not to mention, the whole, this is kicking off the, um, I'm not even sure how to say this, the clusterfuck that is the capitalist holiday season. So, we're going to get into that in a minute, but speaking of the capitalist holiday season, I'm sure you have friends and or family that you are going to be doing some holiday shopping for. Why not consider getting something from one of our sponsors? Ads? Deep in the swamps of Florida. Honey, is that a new plant? He dwells, waiting. Where did those seeds come from, honey? Silently. Oh my god, what is that thing? Sending seeds and stickers across the country. Ah! And spreading solidarity. Have you lost your mind, honey? We can't move to a sustainable commune in upstate New York. What's wrong with you lately? There's no stopping him. The mighty skunk ape is on Facebook, and he's on a mission. Anarchy! No! Coming to a post office box near you, the Skunk Ape Liberation Union. Hey, capitalism sucks, but Revolution Records, Kansas City's old-school record and bookstore, is part of my community. When I'm in Kansas City and need a book or a copy of a local band's album, I go to Revolution Records. Revolution has a great selection of posters, books, records, tapes, and zines. Plus, they repair music and sound gear. That's pretty dope. Most importantly, Revolution Records is part of the community beyond being a small business. The staff does a great job maintaining an inclusive, accepting, and respectful atmosphere. And they also are active in making Kansas City a better place. Community fundraisers, concerts, workshops, events, and meetings all have taken place at Revolution Records, and that's just the stuff I was involved in. So next time you need a new record to spin or your speaker breaks, go check out Revolution Records, located at 1830 Locust Street, Kansas City, Missouri, or at revolutionrecordskc.com. And we're back. This is Red Leg Revolution, the show about community. I just realized I should have probably introduced the show way back at the beginning. It is what it is. Anyway, so yeah, Thanksgiving also marks the start of the retail holiday shopping season. A lot of people tomorrow are going to go have a huge dinner with their family, may or may not get into an argument, who knows, and then they're going to go shopping to get, air quote, Black Friday deal 
air quote, on everything that they want, not only for Christmas shopping, but you needed to upgrade in your home. So, sales are cool. I'm not going to argue with, you know, saving some money where we can. But first and foremost, most of the stuff that's on sale on Black Friday isn't actually any cheaper than any other time of the year. And secondly, our desire to save a few bucks often requires low-income employees to work with little control or, or remuneration for their hard work through the holiday season. I'm sure we all know that stores like Walmart that are open on Thanksgiving fully expect their employees to be there, and there's very little accordance made for whether or not a employee could go ahead and spend the day with their family like everyone else. This is a, a regular thing, and I'm hoping that we see a lot less of it given the fact that, you know, workers are quitting these bullshit jobs, and I say bullshit as in what's being provided as trade for your labor, not bullshit as in they are not valuable, because these jobs are, of course, incredibly valuable. But I'd like to see a lot of people quit. I, it, would, it would warm my little heart to have even longer lines at Black Friday deals. Also, my mom posted something on Facebook a few years ago, and I, I wish I could find it. Well, no, I don't, because I'm driving and talking to myself. So that would require me to take my focus off the road, and I'm probably going to have a bad time. But anyway, my mom's Facebook post was something along the lines of, in America, on Thanksgiving, if you're lucky, you can hit all of the seven deadly sins at one time. This does in, uh, include things like wrath in her thing, because, you know, you're going to go to the store and then get in a fight with somebody because they got the last TV or what have you. So... I don't know. I don't know. I like the concept of Thanksgiving. I don't like how we celebrate it in this country. I don't like how we've tied in a holiday about being grateful for what we have turns into being like superficially grateful for one day and then the same people will promptly turn around and go get mad because the Walmart was out of the doorbusters. Like, that gratitude is really sincere if it only lasts for the first 20 minutes of the meal. What we need is something that really encourages gratitude like this all the time. So, I don't know. I have really mixed feelings when it comes to Thanksgiving. It is a holiday I celebrate. There are a lot of holidays that I don't celebrate or I don't celebrate in traditional ways. Thanksgiving is one of those holidays that I do celebrate. Why? Well, first off, like I said, I try to be grateful every day. And to that end, Thanksgiving is a day to be grateful. It just happens to be the day where me being grateful lines up with everybody else. And that's pretty cool. Secondly, I love spending time with my family, my friends, my community. Obviously. That's how this podcast kind of came about. 
and Thanksgiving is one of those days that I do get to connect with my community, whether it be just my family or my partner's family or family and friends or Friendsgiving or a few drinks as we meet up in the next couple days over the holiday weekend. It's really cool to touch base, and I'm thankful for that as well. I'm also very thankful that we do have a holiday that is dedicated toward thanks that is legally recognized in the United States. Now, the must-up part is, unlike a lot of other countries, there's no, like, actual laws that I know of that require those who work today to be paid holiday pay. That's usually on the individual companies. So every time I do have to go out over the next couple days, I make sure to ask if they're getting holiday pay. Because that's a big deal. These people are sacrificing their time with their families so that we can go get Black Friday deals. And a lot of them aren't even getting paid extra for that. So, so yeah. Also, I, I enjoy the food. I mean, I think we all do. Um, I'm particularly a fan of the sides. Turkey's alright. I'd rather fried chicken most years, but uh, I do turkey because I'll traditionally do it. And, uh, and yeah. So on the subject of the food, just a reminder that although we've established as a culture as a whole, as a homogenized culture, okay? Now, this is not uh, discounting the other people and their effects on this, but as white people, we've established, oh, this is a Thanksgiving food, this is a Thanksgiving food, this is a Thanksgiving food, right? There are a lot of other cultures that and nationalities that celebrate Thanksgiving. This is, again, not an American thing. And you know, they are going to eat different foods than ours, and it's not our place to be like, oh, that's not a traditional Thanksgiving dinner. Um, basically, respect everybody, where they're, what their traditions are. It's generally worth looking at. So I think I got maybe one more thought, and it kind of ties back into the first one. When you open your Thanksgiving dinner, or your Christmas dinner, or your flag day dinner, your talk like a pirate day dinner, whatever dinner you're celebrating. If you're in America and you are not indigenous, it is important to open up your whole line of thinking when it comes to your blessing with the acknowledgement that None of this would be possible without the theft of indigenous land. I am not at all saying that that's a good thing, alright? I am not particularly sure myself if I think that what we have right now is a good thing altogether, given what could be our, our alternatives. But I do know that everything that I'm thankful for comes from the fact that the bloodlines I came from did some really, really fucked up things to the rest of the world. And that's why I get to enjoy living in this country and why I get to enjoy the privileges that I have as a white, cis, 
pet male. So, I feel it's very strongly, and you can do this even if you have your own religions and thoughts that you put in Thanksgiving. This is not going to eliminate your ability to pray. Just It's important to figure out whose land are you on and just acknowledge that. Acknowledge that you are having this wonderful Thanksgiving dinner on stolen indigenous land, okay? That's, I don't feel like, a lot for us to do, at the very least, and it will prompt some conversations that probably needed to be had. On the subject of conversations, please, 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 if you have family members who have opposing political views from you, I'm particularly talking about when it comes to things like race, call them out, okay? Look, your racist uncle railing about how black people are all on welfare is going to turn around and he's going to be the motherfucker that answers the jury summons the next time the next Rittenhouse motherfucker shoots somebody or the next time a cop uh, murders another black man for no reason. Like, racists at your dinner table become racists on your juries. This is why it's so important to call this shit out wherever you see it, okay? Because even by not saying anything, okay, you're tacitly approving this bullshit racist talk from your hypothetical crazy uncle. Silence is violence, alright? And you may not be sitting here saying the N-word or relying on bullshit racist tropes from Fox News. In fact, you're probably not if you're listening to this podcast, okay? But that doesn't mean your work is done. It's not enough to not be racist. We have to be anti-racist, which means we have to call out racism wherever we see it, even if that means that it's going to offend grandma or your parents are going to be mad at you or everybody is going to be mad at each other when you have pie. Who cares, okay? In the great scheme of things, I would rather my family be mad at me than know that my black and indigenous comrades uh, are getting killed in the street, all right? Let's pick our battles here, and this is one we need to pick. There is no excuse to let your racist family members go off about that. I feel very strongly about the this when it comes to politics at the Thanksgiving dinner whenever on, on a whole lot of subjects, but if I picked one that would be the hill that I would die on during Thanksgiving, it would be racial issues because, like, that's... I don't know. It seems like a lot of the other stuff is a bit more complex to get my more right-wing family to understand, whereas I can I can make a very good point about the double racial standards in America. And since they're generally not bad people, I can usually reach them. But 
So, yeah, just I'm lucky. This year, nobody at my dinner table is going to be over or on a different political spectrum. And so the politics that do get bandied about will be generally uh, consensus viewed. But I know a lot of you don't have that type of support. So uh, that one's for you, thinking of y'all. All right, final thought, I swear. So let's talk a little about how we can use mutual aid during the holiday season. Mainly, if you know somebody this Thanksgiving or any Thanksgiving or any holiday who maybe doesn't have an accepting family to go home to, who <clears throat> whose family situation may not be something that they want to spend time during the holidays, or they don't they don't have a family. Maybe it's just a really hard time for them. I don't know. But now's a great time to reach out and be like, hey, you're part of my family, okay? At least for the holidays, you got a place at my table, I'll buy you a Christmas present, whatever, you know? Like, this is a really good time for us to reach out and build community and build solidarity through mutual aid. A lot of my knowledge about um, solidarity and mutual aid comes from my community doing exactly that, making sure I was fed on holidays or randomly sending me money during the holiday season because they knew I was struggling and my kids needed Christmas presents, stuff like that. One thing that I am very, very, very thankful for is solidarity, is my community, is mutual aid. Because I couldn't do this alone, and none of you can either. And the idea that we can is a bullshit American myth. So I think that's it for me. Happy Turkey Day. Please acknowledge the fact that you are on indigenous lands, and our only hope is each other. We out. Go eat some pie, motherfuckers. Thank you.